This is your host, Amritha Kanna, and today we are going to be talking about all things related to going back to school and my favorite season ever, fall. I'm the girl that absolutely loves the cozy vibes, orange leaves, candles, pumpkin carving, I'm just, I'm obsessed with this season, and I'm a huge fan of candles, but I've never actually had an autumn-smelling candle before, so if you guys have any recommendations for some, please put me on. I need some new smells. I am just looking forward to such an amazing season, and please help me out. Also, thank you so much for all the support for the first episode. Some of you guys directly reached out and gave me feedback and comments, and a lot of you also said that you couldn't hear the crickets that I mentioned in the background so that is a big relief since I could hear them while I was editing and they were kind of loud but I also checked out the Google form and some of you guys were telling me that the audio is a little quiet so I'm hoping this time around it's a good balance and keep giving me your thoughts and feedback I absolutely love it let's get into the weekly craze of this week So, this past week, Sam, my sister, and I went to go see the Barbie movie for the second time. And I grew up with Barbie, so I'm obsessed with all things pink. And I hold those Barbie movies that I grew up with in such a special place in my heart. So, of course, I loved the new Barbie movie. But the first time that we planned to see it, we saw it on the 20th, so the day before the release date, because our theater was playing it early. But... I don't actually live in the city that my friends live in, so I was stuck in traffic for the first 30 minutes of the movie. So by the time I got to the theater, Barbie and Ken were like rollerblading into the real world for the first time. And I was kind of upset about missing the movie that I've been looking forward to for literally the entire summer, right? So Sam got dressed up in pink with me and we took my sister to see Barbie again. And it made actually so much more sense now that I saw the beginning. But I want to know, because I've always been team Barbie and Ken together... So did you guys like that they didn't end up together or did you want them to end up together? Because growing up with Barbie and Ken being together all the time, it felt like a little hit to nostalgia to know that they aren't together now in this universe. But I'd really like to hear your thoughts. A self-care habit that I'm working on currently, which I really had to pull myself over into again because I used to hate it, is hair oiling. In my culture, because I grew up in Indian and Sri Lankan culture, we have this practice of hair oiling and making our own oils and growing and keeping healthy hair because of it. And I used to throw a tantrum as a kid every time my mom sat me down and oiled my hair because I hated the feeling of oil in my hair. But now I'm starting to get back into oiling and it's been an interesting process trying to figure out what's working and what's not. But my goal is to have a proper hair care routine for shower days so that I can heal my hair. Because hair oiling has so many benefits to your hair and it just encourages hair growth and keeps it moisturized and I just really have to get back on that. And I have curly hair so I have my own struggles when it comes to hair care because nobody else in my family has curly hair so nobody else can relate to those struggles. And so what works for them does not work for me so when they suggest things to do that they do 
it doesn't always work for me. So it's kind of a hit and miss kind of situation for myself. And if you're anywhere on TikTok, you probably also know that hair oiling has become so popular now that everyone is doing it, which is honestly sort of wild because I grew up in a world where if I went to school with oil in my hair, kids would make fun of me because it would be frozen solid when we went outside in the cold. So I never actually thought that it would become a practiced wellness habit by many others on TikTok to oil your hair. And I'm actually loving the fact that we're sharing cultural practices with each other to grow ourselves. Let's get into what I'm grateful for this week and what I'm reflecting on to improve. I am super grateful for the support that this podcast has received since posting my first episode, and it makes me so happy to read all your comments and feedback, and I'm so glad that you already feel like this is the FaceTime call that you wanted to get you ready for the day or the new season, because that's literally what I wanted this podcast to be, and it just makes my heart so happy that you're enjoying it. And I'm also incredibly grateful for my family and my friends that I have in my life and who motivate me to keep going. I love you guys and it means the world to me. I have been making an effort to sleep by 1230 latest so that I don't end up having the worst back to school sleep moment ever but getting up in the morning is harder than it looks and I have so much respect for the girlies that get up at 6am every morning but Amory in the summer does not want to wake up that early. As a student, I am always up late working on projects all the time during the school year and I simply cannot refuse the gifts of sleep in the summer. However, that is why I want to shift this year. I feel like the fall period of school is easily the most aesthetic and relaxing time of school and the days are slowly getting shorter, things are getting cozier and essentially going to bed becomes easier because it's dark outside. So sleep is so important for your health and I'm working on getting myself on a proper sleep schedule so that I can perform better in the school year and you guys should also get on to that if you haven't yet because sleep is going to help you function so much more productively. Before we get into talking about the new season and going back to school, I just want to share the motivational quote of the week to help us get prepped for the new semester. So, your motivational quote is, I will win, not immediately, but definitely. And I will go further into detail on why this quote is so important to remember as we begin this episode. But basically, if you have the right mindset and you truly believe in yourself and work hard for what you want, even if the results don't happen right away, even if you fail once, twice, or even three times, you will succeed at the end. Because what's yours will always become yours. So just keep working for what you believe in and what you dream about doing one day and it'll come to you, I promise. Okay, so let's get into the second episode of the Lucky Girl Guide. And I was originally planning on doing an episode on all things fall and welcoming the new season with good energy as well as some fall fashion inspo, recipes, routines, and all that cozy stuff. And I thought I'd just sprinkle in some back to school tips on there. But I realized that I had a much more important topic to speak about in relation to going back to school. And it's something that I myself have struggled with immensely over the summer and healing from it took a long time. And I'm still not fully healed, but I'm better than where I was before. So today's topic is going to be on how to deal with the pressures of school marks as a perfectionist. So I'm going to tell you as much as I know on how to not let the pressure of marks get to you in school. 
as well as how to combat anxiety with test taking. I'm sure this episode is going to resonate more with my girlies and guys in grade 11, 12, or in university, but it's an important topic overall to be aware of so that you can protect your peace and mental health, which allows you to do your best in school. Let me tell you a little story, my personal backstory, which prompted me to make this episode. So, I have always been an overachiever. Growing up, I was obsessed with marks for as long as I could remember, and my family always expected me to do well in school, so of course I delivered, and I only ever got straight A's growing up. And when the pandemic hit, I found school to be easier, so I was getting the highest marks that I've ever gotten in my life, and that sense of perfectionism grew for me. So my family started to expect less from me because I was giving them exactly what they wanted and I started to expect more from me. So much so that when grade 10 hit, I found out that I struggled with math and this was a shocker for me because I grew up never struggling with math. I thought I was decent and I just had a teacher that just wasn't meshing well with my brain and it just wasn't working for me and I kept my low marks in grade 10 away from my parents for the fear that they would think of me as like unacceptable or stupid and that was a big mistake and that was the first biggest mistake because as my progress declined in math so did my mental health and I didn't understand how I went from being a student that was so good at my subjects to someone barely scraping an 80 in math And grade 11 was the start of my grade 12 math courses because that's just how my schedule aligned. And I finally opened up to my parents on how I was doing and they immediately got me a tutor for my subjects. So my other subjects, my marks went way up and I was back at my standard again, but my math scores were not changing. And my tests in class were amazing, but they wouldn't make up my final score. My final exam would basically replace my final mark in class so that pressure started to give me anxiety during tests so much that I couldn't even get through half the test and so I had to first combat the anxiety that I felt in the test in order to even think of doing well in the course and in the end I didn't do so well in one math course but I did okay in the other and it took me a long time to be okay with that and to realize that I wasn't a failure and I'm okay with it now because I realized that marks don't define me marks never define who you are and what you are capable of and that is just a placeholder that society has put in place to just determine who is best of the best but that doesn't mean that you are not any less suited for the job or the position that you are going for it all depends on how you present yourself and how you come across to them and marks are just one factor of that and it will never define what you are capable of ever this is why i chose the quote i will win not immediately but definitely for today's podcast because there's always more than one path to get to your goal and it may not be the path that you first envisioned but if you put in the work and you are determined you will get to where you want to be in the end so today was actually my first day of school and I had the same teachers in the same classrooms with the same subjects that I had last year because it's a continuation of last year's courses and I 
had the same fear that I did last year because I was thinking back to when I had math last semester and I was scared because this all seemed way too familiar to when I was dealing with math and I was scared that I was going to fail all my new subjects in this new semester in this new year and I got really antsy and anxious and I hated that because that is not me I AC subjects these subjects this year in my semester are the subjects that I am good at you know the subjects that I'm strong and confident with and the fact that I didn't do so well in math has clearly shaken my confidence to the point where I'm questioning if I'm going to fail subjects that I've done really well in in the past so that is why I'm really hoping that you guys appreciate these tips and that you take them and that they are useful for you because this I'm hoping will help you get over this anxiety to help you do the very best in your school semester this year so that you don't have to go through what I'm going through and healing from right now. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get right into it. First things first, I created a plan for what I envisioned for myself. I'm a huge lover of plans and planning makes me feel at ease and I love sticking to them and this technique is actually what helped me with my anxiety when it came to test taking and with difficult courses. So I started by writing down the ideal way of getting to my goals. Personally, for me, I am interested in medical school and that is my ultimate goal. So I wrote down the straightforward path, the path with amazing grades and extracurriculars, you know, the regular shebang, and that was my plan. That was my ideal plan. And now, this is the really important part and the part that eased my anxiety the most. I wrote down my current state, the path where all my marks were good except for math. And I gave myself choices on how I could end up at the medical school endgame with the current state of my life. I made different pathways in my plan and things that I hadn't considered before but would all lead to the same goal, medical school. So in doing so, I realized that the pressure that I was putting on myself to be amazing at math is not that important in the long term, and putting importance on the rest of my subjects to stay at the average that I wanted was a much better use of my mental strength. Which brings me to my second tip, use the juggling technique. Prioritizing your courses and the assignments with your personal life is extremely important and I cannot stress that enough. What helped me was the phrase juggling a lot of things at the moment. So I used the glass and rubber ball technique to decide what was important for me at the moment to complete and what could be saved for later in the day or week. So to explain, rubber balls are classified for the tasks that are saved later in the day or week. So if you drop a rubber ball, it bounces back. It's kind of a task that you can always do whenever you want and you can save for later. It's not as important. Glass balls, however, are tasks that are super important and things you have to consider and prioritize for that day or week. Because if you drop a glass ball, it'll shatter and break. So it's a very important task. For example, if you have a hangout with your friends that you see all the time, you know, you hang out all the time, that would be classified as a rubber ball. Something to save for later in your day or in the week, but does not take priority over, say, a test for school that week, which would be a glass ball. Now, making use of this technique in a way that will help you live your best life and succeed the way you envision yourself is the key 
to organizing and prioritizing your life. I like to give myself this rule. I don't know if you've seen this or heard of the 80-20 rule, but if you haven't, it's basically 80% of your day or week is spent doing things that better you, like completing assignments or being physically active or practicing self-care, and the remaining 20% is for activities that you love doing, like going out with your friends, something you've been looking forward to all week, shopping, whatever it is. With the juggling technique, I like to do at least three glass ball tasks in a day, maybe two if they're really heavy tasks and require much of my time or mental strength, and I save one or two rubber balls for the rest of my day or week. It really depends on how I structure my week, but you can use this planning technique in a way that works best for you and doesn't compromise your mental health or happiness because that's really important, so take care of yourselves and use this wisely. There are always different ways to get to the goal that you want to achieve and that path for you may not look the same as the ideal path that you originally thought you were going to go through but it'll get you there in the end and it'll help you achieve your goal my tip during test taking that worked for me was to take deep breaths and envision the mark that i wanted on that test i would then write i will get whatever percent that i wanted on top of the test for example if i wanted a 90 percent i'd write I will get a 90% on top of my test as a way to get me feeling good vibes and kind of manifest that mark. Since I've been doing that, my marks have been higher and I truly believe that setting yourself up right before the test is the key to success. So I hope you guys enjoyed the tips that I had for today to help you not get stuck on the pressure of having to get perfect marks all the time. And I am going to make next week's episode all about the fall favorites and the fall vibes to get you in the season because I just felt like today's topic was a really important one for me to touch on so that you guys can get set up as best as possible to succeed in this semester. I have the cutest fall inspiration pins saved on my Pinterest board. I have fall fashion inspo, breakfast, recipes, everything in between. And I cannot wait to share them with you next week. So stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll discuss all my fall favorites with you guys and talk about how to welcome a new season with good vibes. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and I am so grateful to have every one of you guys be a part of the LGG community and if you enjoyed this episode and found it useful, please give this show a rate and review. It truly helps the show out more than you know. Also, you can follow the show at The Lucky Girl Guide and reach me at Amritha Kanna on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and tune in to hang out with me next week. Bye guys! Bye guys!